Welcome to Petite Chatterbox. I am your host, Grassi. Thank you for tuning in and a special thank you to everyone who sent in some questions. Uh, You are making this podcast possible. Thank you very much. Now it's time for some A's to your Q's. Okay, so let's dive right in. The first question is from Alexis Espiritu. Where did you live before? Is Washington better? So I stated in my previous episode, I was born in Mexico, but I was brought to the United States when I was seven. And I was actually in California, uh, Northern Cali, so Sunnyvale, California, which some of you know is 45 minutes south of San Francisco and really, really close to San Jose. So no, I am not near Disneyland. Uh, So many people ask me, are you near Disneyland? I'm like, no, six hours away from there. (laughs) Very far away. Uh, Yes, Washington is so much better, in my opinion, because I prefer cold weather. I really like gloomy, uh, rainy, cute, cozy, warm in my house days. It's really nice for me. And at first it took some getting used to because I was so used to uh, California being so warm all the time, but, and driving was one thing that I had to get used to because uh, at first I was like, oh, it's raining, I don't want to drive in the rain, and now I'm like, just a normal day, you know, go on with my day. Question number two, was it hard moving away from family and friends? Yes still is hard uh to this day i miss my family i miss my friends uh it's it's hard because family and friends i i miss them all it's hard i mean i'm such a people person and connecting with people is one of my biggest loves of life and to not be near the people who were my support system is and was really hard luckily you know i made friends here and i met my boyfriend soon after i moved up here so that helped me a lot because if i wouldn't have met him and i wouldn't have made friends then i'm pretty sure it would have been harder but i'm grateful that i have you know these social skills and i'm able to make friends and by able to make friends i don't mean it was easy because it really wasn't but Moving away was hard, especially being away from my sisters and being away from my mom and my dad. I mean, I've I had lived at my parents home and I moved up here when I was 22. So in 2019, it was just difficult because you go from being in a home with your mom, your dad, your siblings, having so many people, you know, around you all the time, almost like you never have a break in a way and moving up here was like culture shock I could call in terms of like that's what I was used to and then moving up here I I had no one so that was really hard for me but I love it now because I I am more purposeful in the conversations that I do have with my family and with my friends 
and my family's always welcome to visit. They visit, and I go visit all the time. So it's not like I can't, you know, take a flight and go. I do have to take time off of work, and it's a whole deal, right? But there's no there's no limitations to those relationships. It's not like those relationships have ended. So good question. Uh, it's a night out. Question number three. It's a night out. What kind of tequila are you grabbing? So, I, me and my boyfriend actually have a, the Patron bottle, if you look it up, it has a B on it, and me and him actually, me and him, sorry, me and him actually have the Patron bottle B tattooed on our arm. Mine is kind of, I don't know exactly what part of my arm that would be called, but mine is on my arm. His is bigger Uh, mine's like a little dainty cute one and because we like Patron and it's very expensive tequila I mean it's not as expensive as other tequila but definitely Patron the lime one Uh, that is like if I want to spend a lot of money but Hornitos Reposado that one's really good that's like if I want to go less expensive so more affordable I will never ever ever do uh, what's it called what's that cheap one (laughs) I have like the worst story with that one but I can't do cheap tequila I just I just I can't my body can't handle it because I've gotten drunk a couple times and I've gotten like almost blackout drunk with those and it's just not it's just, it makes me gag, like, even thinking about it, because it's not, it's not great. Thank you, Alexis, for your good questions. Uh, next questions are from Dylan. Number one, what made you want to pick the subject you did for college, or are doing for college? So, I, um, what made me pick? mainly just my love for people I mean I'm going into communications and I'm minoring in psychology and I chose communications just because I'm really interested in learning about that and I think I could apply that to any job that I could apply to in my future once I get my degree and then I did a minor in psychology because I thought why not just throw that in there I've always been interested in psychology I ever since like high school I remember I was an avid and it was like a college prep class it was like every day of the week and you know we would be in class and it was a class and it was the same students freshman sophomore junior senior year shout out to Mr. Raddy you're the goat (laughs) he was awesome he was my avid teacher and I always said that I wanted to do psychology because I was always interested in how the brain works and why we act the way we do because I feel like our thoughts are always there and I was really interested in how that affects everybody our thoughts and how we act according to our thoughts and that's something I've always been interested in so that's why I decided to do that because I thought to myself if something has been in my heart for as long as since high school so what's that like six years ago almost six years ago I feel so old yeah almost six years ago because I graduated in 2015 
Um, so even more than six years, because that's been since I think like freshman year. So maybe, maybe 10 years. Whoa, <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, so psychology. And if it's been in my heart for that long, then it's for a reason. And I believe everything happens for a reason, as cliche as that may sound. So I thought, why not just throw that in there? And also, I chose psychology because I recently um, was I was in therapy for the past year. I started last year in around August, September. And then my last session was this year uh, in June. And my therapist was amazing. I love her so much and she helped me so much. So it was it was interesting and she was definitely really good at what she did. And I was just curious also to see like how she knew how my brain worked. And I know it's because she did her courses and I know she was I think she was in psychology. She took like some psychology courses, but I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know that you have to know how the brain works to be a therapist. So that's definitely what interests me about about um, psychology. And that is why I chose the major that I and minor that I did. Question number two. What brought you to Seattle and what made you stay? So I can dive into kind of like a brief kind of explanation of why. Just because I do want to make another episode on the actual like full response of this. Because it's like a really long story, but it's it's like a passionate it's a story that I'm really passionate about but so my little sister her name is Karen she at the time at the team was 19 because she's 21 now um she was 19 she got married and her and her husband decided to move up here uh to Washington and I had never had never been to Washington so I I didn't even know what the weather was like I I literally knew nothing she told us that she was moving up here and I thought oh cool and then I think like I'll have to reference with her but I think like two maybe a month or three to two weeks before they moved up here I'm pretty sure it was a month uh yeah let's just I think it was a month so maybe a month before they moved up here they asked me if I wanted to move up with them and I jumped at the opportunity because I was previously in like a super toxic toxic cycle driven relationship and I wanted a way out and this opportunity presented itself and it just felt like life was throwing me a lifeline and I would be stupid to not take it and also I decided to move up here because I wanted to help them out I wanted to help them financially and also because I wanted change I had always been in the same schools with the same friends same church same surrounding same everything and I I just thought to myself I am very outgoing and I am spontaneous and this sounds like a really good opportunity and it just sounded like fun to me so I moved up here once we moved up here things we I mean we as a group all of us we were not seeing eye to eye and then my sister got an opportunity I think salary position or her husband's dad owns like a market and he offered them like really good paying jobs if they moved back so they moved back and I stayed and actually Dylan he became my roommate because my sister helped me find a roommate for uh 
for the apartment that I was at. And yeah, so that was a blessing in disguise because I had never met him ever. I didn't even talk to him. My sister was the one that was in charge of finding a roommate. She took that responsibility. And it was insane because he turned out to be like a big brother to me. He was awesome. So shout out to you, Dylan. You're a homeboy. You're awesome. And I was actually, I saw, I was a witness at his wedding uh, this past couple months ago, actually, which is super awesome. So that was a super cool thing. And I'm very grateful to be a part of that. But that just shows how crazy things work out and things happen for a reason and and, and it's perfect timing. But what made me stay, uh, so I moved up here in May of 2019. And in June of 2019, I met my boyfriend and me and him, when you know, you know, and that phrase is so true. And I would always cringe at people saying that phrase, but it's so true because when I met him, I just knew that he was my person. And ever since then, we took each other very seriously. And so I stayed up here because I wanted to make it work. I, you know, my sister moving back, it was hard on me. It was very hard, but I was very encouraged by my, just, how do I explain it? Like by, just by my passion of like, I'm going to make this work and I'm not a quitter. So I made it work and I stayed and my boyfriend actually moved in with me in August. So two months after we became boyfriend and girlfriend, he moved in with me and Dylan and we all lived happily ever after. We all, you know, we all got along really well and it was really nice. Uh, So yeah, that's what made me stay. My boyfriend and my perseverance because I didn't want to quit and I didn't want to move back. I didn't want to be the girl that moved away and then moved back home and like, hi, I'm back home. Like, no, I wanted to be independent. So that is why. Question number three, is there anywhere else you might want to go? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, unless we got an amazing opportunity to move back to California uh, because my family is all over there and my little sister Karen she had a baby this past year and Isabel just turned one but they are a team like my whole family is a team if she needs help we that's just how we are we're very family oriented so if one of our family members needs help we're going to be there to help so I want that and Travis doesn't have any siblings and I just I wish that if we're going to have kids, I either don't have a job and I'm stay at home and Travis has like a a low-key, super lightweight job and we both talk about this all the time, or we move to California and that would take a lot because homes in California are so expensive. So that's somewhere else that I might go might go back to, but I would definitely bring Travis with me because he's stuck with me. Sorry, Trav. You're stuck with me forever. Thank you, Dylan. So the next questions are from Elizabeth Faber. Question number one is, what is the best piece of life advice you've received from someone? So you know when you're doing something and someone tells you, oh, enjoy this time right now because when you're older, blah, blah, blah. 
I have become that person. Like, I am that older person that tells people, take advantage of blah, 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 because when you get older, blah, blah, blah. And it's, I, I would always, you know, when I would get advice from like a counselor or my mom or my dad or any of my older siblings or like my older like family members, they would always say like that phrase and I'd be like, okay, whatever. But now that I look back, I'm like, that is so true. And that is like the biggest piece of advice that I even give my younger friends or my younger sisters or people like younger people who I meet because it's so true. Like, I wish I would have taken that piece of advice for what it is. And I didn't. And now I'm older and I have bills. And I'm just like, I should have enjoyed my youth. I mean, I enjoyed my youth a lot, but I should have seen the value in it. Because now that I'm older and have my responsibilities, I'm like, ouch. Question number two, which pastime period and which location would you go to for a week-long vacation? <laughs> this is such a good question, and I, I was thinking about the answer for like a while, but I think I would go back to Mexico around my parents' like time when they were younger. My, my dad was born in 1969, and my mom was born in 1960. 77 yeah yeah 1977 and I would definitely want to be so let's say 1990s or 1980s whenever my mom was 15 do the math I can't do the math that fast in my head but around that time so around when my mom was 15 I wish I was there because she tells me how they met and she tells me the stories of like when they would be at the plaza and they would be walking around like at a fair and there was like a circus thing and there was these parties and I would definitely want to be at a Mexican party drinking some margarita margaritas and hanging out with the crowd that my mom and dad used to hang around with going to bailes just being in Mexico because even now my friend Diane she I met her in high school and she moved back to Mexico and she is now engaged, which is so cool. Her wedding, I think, is coming up. But So I see her Instagram stories, and I'm like, I wish I lived in Mexico. Because that just seems so much fun. It looks like so much fun. And the atmosphere is just always seems like it's so upbeat. And my tias even tell me that life there is just so much more chilled out. Because I feel like here in the United States, everything's so like, go, 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 money, money, money. And other countries especially Mexico from experience from stories that I've heard from my family people say like yeah life is more laid back and you get to enjoy life a lot more so definitely around my parents time with mariachi with banda at parties just that time that time sounds great to me and question number three what is a misconception I had as a child about being an adult that turned out to be totally untrue I thought my parents had it all together. I thought all the older adults, obviously everyone older than me, so my tias, my older cousins, my grandparents, anyone older that I would meet, my teachers, any professional worker, so like 
a cop, a firefighter, anyone. So I thought anyone older than me had it all together. And now that I'm older and me and my boyfriend own a house, we don't have it all together. Like in all honesty, it seems like we do on paper have it together. I mean, we both have solid jobs. We have our home. We pay our mortgage. We have our two dogs. But realistically, like mentally, sometimes I'm a mess. A lot of times. And physically, I'm tired. So it just, it, I think a, a young person looking up at us sees, man, like they have their life together. They're in a happy relationship and they have a home and they have a solid job and all this stuff and they're professionals. But realistically, no. Because now I have friends who are teachers. Now I have friends who, my actual, my boss, he, the husband, Jonathan, Shout out to you, Jonathan. You're cool. He is a firefighter and he's in the military. And then my friend, Daisy, she is in the military and her husband was in the Marines. And then my friend, she works at like a dental office, Adriana. And it's just crazy because you think that all these people have their life together. And the reality is we do not. Like we have it together, right? We like... On paper, we have it together. But our mental health is down the toilet sometimes. Our... Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to make for dinner. Like, I don't even know what I'm going to do Friday night. Like, I'm, we're all winging it. And I've realized that. Getting older, I've realized that we are... Literally, all of us are winging it. And it's hilarious because... Yeah. And my friends who have graduated college... Uh, they, even they say, like, yeah, I have my degree, but I have no idea what to do with it. And it's like, damn, I really thought adults had it together. So that is my misconception. Thank you, Faber, for your questions. And now the next questions are from Adriana, which I'm going to pause. And I just want to say, Adriana, you have been a rock for me. I love you so much. And you have been so helpful. I swear any question that I have, any little concern that I have, anything that I need help with. Like, she has always been there. She's been, like, such a huge emotional support system for me. And shout out to her. Shout out to you, Adriana, because she helped me work on my Petite Chatterbox logo for my Instagram and for my Anchor app and for Spotify. And I'm so grateful for your life. I really am. And I just want to bless you. And I just want to say thank you so much. And thank you for your questions. Because you are beautiful. And you are strong and independent. And you are a bad bitch. So question number one from Adriana is. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice. What would it be? What was I doing at 18? Oh, I had just graduated high school. So this is 2015. This is so long ago. Um, One piece of advice is your life is going to bring a lot of ups and downs. But don't allow that to make you quit or to make you doubt your self-worth. And I say that because As I mentioned before, my toxic relationship that I was in, I met him, I think I was 19. No, I was probably 20. Yeah, I think I had 
actually no I had just turned 21 because I remember celebrating my 21st birthday before then so I met him like right after I turned 21 and at 18 year old years old I had no idea that this was going to happen so it was just so dark like when I look back at that age I I was partying all the time because I just turned 21 I was partying all the time I was going out all the time but I was also I'm about to out myself so parents if you're listening to this I want to say I'm sorry in advance because there's a lot of stuff which I'm sure mom and dad I'm sure you you know that a lot of us have done stuff that uh, we haven't told you about but so my mom and dad they are very supportive and I was working at Tesla and I met him at Tesla he was sweet like he was so nice he was like super sweet just very attentive and like everything that I thought I wanted right jokes on me it's not but and there was a lot of like red flags in the beginning of our relationship that I ignored so that would be another piece it's like pay attention to the red flags another piece of advice but there's a lot of things that I ignored it and I just remember he cussed at me and he verbally abused me and I forgave that because he begged me and because he asked me so like seriously to forgive him and I I, I thought that you know what Uh, people deserve forgiveness you know people deserve to be forgiven and I thought that it was my responsibility to believe and to forgive him for treating me bad but I and that's totally fine like you can forgive people for treating you bad but the thing is like forgive but don't forget and I wanted to forget so bad because I wanted to believe that our relationship in the beginning could happen again but it's like once something is tainted and once something has gone wrong if that person it's like someone shows you who you are by the way they react to the little things and the big things but especially the little things and if they give you red flags like you should 100% follow that so I think yeah I think that's my main piece of advice if, if you see red flags run literally run and do not go back because I went through it I mean I went through it for a whole year and I would still I mean after we broke up I would still go see him and I would still go hang out with him and my parents had no idea I mean there was times where I would say I was hanging out with a friend and I was putting myself in danger by lying because they had no idea where I was and I 100% regret doing that because Imagine if he got so angry to the point where he hit me or he like physically abused me, then thankfully that didn't happen, but that could have happened. And I was, I mean, I was put in a situation for so many times when we would be in his car and he'd be cussing at me and calling me all these names. And I remember thinking to myself, like, he's going to hit me and uh, where am I going to go? Cause I'm tiny and I I'm small and how am I going to defend myself which is crazy but yeah for sure pay attention to the red flags and also don't allow bad things that happen to you break you down always always let all those things that happen make you stronger which 
I can testify it has. It's made me a lot stronger. It's taught me a lot. I mean, as bad as the situation was, I learned a lot from it. So that's one positive thing that I took out of that, which I always try to do. With anything bad that happens, I try to take the positive out of it. Question number two. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? One meal, morisqueta. My mom makes the best morisqueta because there's beans and rice and I think like fried pork or yeah, fried pork and salsa. And she makes it with like repollo and she adds crema and sometimes she fries like thinly sliced potatoes and it's just so good and I think for one meal you could have it like the full way and then another meal you could have like a little rice and a more beans and more pork and you could just make it look different it would still taste the same and it would taste bomb because my mom's morisqueta is the best everyone deserves to try my mom's morisqueta once in their life because it's so good mom Cocina bien rico. That is the meal I would have for the rest of my life. Number three, what do people misunderstand about you the most? Adriana, you're coming up with some deep questions. Uh, misunderstand about me the most. They misunderstand my kindness and outgoing personality for weakness. A lot of people abuse my kindness. And now that I'm... I always say older because I am older. But when I think about it, I'm like, oh man. I'm calling myself old. But yeah, so when... When people abuse my kindness, now I know to take a step back and dial it down. And maybe even let go of that relationship. But a lot of people have misunderstood it thinking that I'm weak thinking that oh I you know they can they can talk to me whenever they want and I'm always going to be available and the thing is no I'm not I'm not always going to be available I value I my time is priceless and precious and I'm not going to waste my time on people who don't value me so my time is valuable And just because I'm nice to you, and just because I'm outgoing, and just because I make you feel loved, does not mean that you have my heart, and does not mean that you can abuse my time. Thank you. These questions were really good. Okay, next questions are from Montana. She is actually a friend that I made on a Facebook group that I recently joined. Thanks to Deja Flavors. Shout out to Deja. She actually pushed me and inspired me to join like a Facebook group for making friends because I mentioned to her that I, it was hard to make friends up here. And she, I made like she is one of my best friends now. And she, I met her here in Washington, but she moved to Texas recently. And she's a person that I would hang out with all the time. And then her moving was like, no, why are you moving? So she, she pushed me to make friends and to join a group. And I met Montana through there. So her questions are, what are some things that bring you happiness? 
and peace in life. What are some things that bring you? I think talking about my story, talking about the things that I've been through, the terrible things that I've been through, and even the good things that have happened. Just because I know that someone out there needs to hear this. Someone out there is maybe on their last straw because there's been so many times where I've been on my last straw and I've heard something that's encouraged me. And I just want to be encouragement to someone else. So it brings me peace to know that I could be helping someone without even knowing that I am. Travis's cousin, Alicia, um, love her. She's getting married soon and I'm one of her bridesmaids. She asked me to be her bridesmaid and in like the card that she wrote me, she said that my confidence was inspiring her to be more confident and she wrote and I don't think you even realize it and it's so true because I, I I feel like sometimes and a lot of times I I can be so insecure and she made me realize that I am confident and I am happy in in my skin and to know that that's a that's a good example of me being me and me inspiring other people to be themselves So that's for sure what brings me peace in life to know that sometimes me acting up, not acting up, sometimes me acting my being my not acting being myself is encouraging other people to do the same. And that's awesome because honestly, no one is you. No one is me. No one is my mom. My mom is my mom. My sisters are my sisters and no one can ever copy you. People can try. You can try to copy other people, but you're not going to be your true happy self unless you are yourself. And I've always tried to tell myself that because being so outgoing is hard because sometimes you think like, oh, people are going to think I'm annoying or people are going to think I'm too much. And it's like, no, sorry. <laughs> I repositioned my phone and I'm pretty sure there's like a bunch of little noise. Okay, question number two from Montana. How do you take care of your curly hair? How do I take care of my curly hair? So first, my my hair, ever since I was little, has been curly, right? But it's never been this curly. And I started working for a hair salon, I want to say in 2006. 17 or 2018 yeah and around 2018 and I met a hairstylist her name is Karen and she told me she was like I want to do your hair and and I never ever trusted anybody with my hair other than my mom my mom used to dye her hair I'm pretty sure some of you Hispanics your parents or even any race actually your parents like did your your mom would do your hair or you would let your friends or your sister do your hair that was like the only person that I allowed to touch my hair my mom or my older sister but I never ever got haircuts from 
like a professional that I chose. My mom would take me to like una señora where she had like a setup in her house. And I remember she would take, I just remember that she would take us and the lady would cut our hair. And like that V-shape. It's so funny thinking about it now because I'm like, ew, a V-shape. But so, yeah, so my curly hair. I, she took, Karen, the hairstylist, she told me and she was like, your hair is so beautiful and and I told her I'm like you know what I want to be proud of my curls and so we started working on my curly hair and she would do treatments and she would do regular haircuts and she would style it for me and she would do blonde in my hair and stuff and it was a process but now it's so curly and so nice and now I hardly ever straighten it I think the last time I straightened it was last year 12 months ago so last year around and on thanksgiving day that was the last time i straightened my hair i don't put any heat to it which if you want healthy curly hair you don't have to not put heat to it actually that's a lie i do put heat to it once in a while with my diffuser but i still wear it curly i diffuse it with the blow dryer and it's like a little attachment that looks like a claw so yeah that's how i take care of my curly hair i just don't really like to aggressively style it with heat because before falling in love with my curly hair I didn't know what to do with it so all I would do with it was blow dry it and straighten it because I didn't like my curly hair because I didn't realize that I had these curls Uh, question number three any tips for a positive relationship with your partner based on your personal experiences tips for my positive relationship I think the biggest tip is let go of your pride because if you hold on and let go of the grudges because if you hold on to your pride and your grudges nothing's ever going to be resolved and I still do it to this day I like I'm really prideful and grudgeful and I I stay angry and I let arguments drag and it's like when you let that argument drag that just like is less time of happiness with your partner and why would you want that like I know sometimes I want to make a statement by like staying angry but that's not helping me and that's not helping our relationship so for sure that which I need to work on too like I need to not hold on to pride and grudges thank you Montana next questions are from Drea Question number one is, if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something, what would it be? I kind of already answered this question, but something else I would tell myself is love yourself and appreciate yourself. Question number two, if you could relive an event, what would it be? I would relive my second date with Travis. That's when we had our first kiss. We went out to a Mexican restaurant. And I remember I was wearing a red, like, trench coat. And he walked up with his beautiful orange beard to the apartment. Like, all I remember seeing is his orange beard. And he picked me up, and we went to dinner. And then we went to 7-Eleven and got a michelada. And then we went to this little, like, dock in Renton like a little lake and there's like a dock after you walk through some it's not actual hike but it's just you walk through like the park and then there's a dock 
and that's where we had our first kiss so I think that's and that's the day that I realized like oh man this guy is awesome like I really like this guy that's the day that I would relive number three what is a lie you tell yourself all the time oh I always tell myself it's not that big a deal like if I'm scared I tell myself like you're not scared you're not scared or if I feel like a symptom of like sickness or let's say for example like if my knee hurts right some people are I don't know what the term is but they search it up and then it's you know Google always tells you the worst outcomes of like whatever pain you're feeling I don't do that I like try to ignore it and Travis tells me all the time like you need to go to the doctor or you need to go blah 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 and I'm like I'm fine I'll be fine it's fine I'm okay and one day, I hope that doesn't come to bite me in the butt one day. Question number four. Do you think life would have been better without smartphones? Uh, no. Actually, I don't. Because I am able to speak to my family in Mexico. I'm able to speak to my family in California really easily. I know there was letters and stuff, but I would have never met Travis if I didn't have a smartphone. Because drum roll blah, blah, blah. I can't talk because drum roll please I actually met Travis on Tinder and I would have never met him on there if I didn't have a smartphone so I would have never met Travis I mean maybe you know because if you're meant to be with someone you're gonna be with them and I believe 100% that I would have met him but how in my human mind I can't see how I would have met him because it's not like we go to the same places. And I was working at Target at the time that we met. So, I don't know. He lived in Kent. Maybe. Maybe I would have met him. But I'm not going to take the chances. So, no. I would not. I do not think life would be better without smartphones. Because I'm able to see my family. And I can FaceTime them and stuff. And that's really nice. Question number five. What do you think goes on in your dog's mind? Louis like pet me you've been gone all day and Ruby's like I just want love please play with me because she has all the energy she's she just turned one not just turned one she turned one in February she's almost two I just realized that that's crazy uh Louis is six so he's an old man he just wants to be pet and cuddled and he doesn't want to be played with he just want to be left alone sometimes Number six, what's the difference between happiness and joy? Mm, I think joy is a way of being. Like it's just almost like a personality trait. You're joyous or you're just always like really, you're a joyful person. And then I think happiness is a mood. So I am happy. Because you don't say I am joy. You say I am happy. And you say, I have joy. So, like, like I have curly hair. I have joy. And I am happy. I am Mexican. So, yeah. I think that's the difference. I honestly don't know. That's what I think is the difference. Thank you, Drea. Next questions are from Sophia Lee. Number one is, I would love to hear about your experience moving from the Bay to Washington. What made you do that? So I kind of already answered this, but my experience was 
negative and then positive. Negative because things didn't work out how I thought they were going to, but they did work out. So that was my experience. And Washington itself, I love Washington. So Washington's beautiful. If anyone ever thinks, I might want to move to Washington. Yeah, you do. Washington is great. It's not as expensive as everyone thinks it is. I mean, it's expensive, but not as expensive as California. It's way more affordable. Question number two, how was the process transitioning into a new place? The process, my sister Karen actually did all of the labor work, all of the like paperwork stuff. So she found the apartment. She, we, I mean, we both filled out the paperwork when we arrived, but she was really good at taking initiative and she's really organized and she's like a planner planner. So that was really cool. So the process was pretty easy for me. But then moving into our house with Travis, that was harder because we had to move all of our stuff from an apartment to a home. And then we had to furnish the home. And I honestly, we've been here since March of 2019. So almost three years. And I just recently feel like my home feels complete. And not even 100% complete because there's like some work I want to do in the kitchen. I just want to get like a new backsplash for the kitchen. And then I want to get like cuter furniture for the guest bedroom. But my house is, it's complete. It's more, it, I mean, it took more time than I thought it was going to. But I love how it looks now. And I'm, I'm definitely glad that, I, that we didn't do it all at once because number one that would have hurt our pockets and number two there's things that I found later on that I didn't see in the beginning so that's kind of the transition from apartment to home it's awesome like living in your own house or living in a house even if you rent a house is so much better because you don't have a million neighbors on top of you under you to the side listening in on your conversations and being nosy. Thank you, Sophia. Next questions are from my boyfriend, Travis. He said, what do you wish to gain from your upcoming college experience? I want, number one, a degree. I want to have salary, so that's why I want to get a degree. And I want to make friends and connect with people who are interested in the same things as me and I want to gain experience and I want to learn I want to expand my vocabulary and learn new things about the things that I am interested in number two what is your next goal my next goal is to have my degree and to work a salary job a job that I can retire from And the steps to get there is to go to college, get my degree, apply, work there, stay there, have life insurance benefits, which I'm old now. I need them. Number three, what was your favorite thing about going out to eat as an adolescent? I liked that we weren't eating beans. (laughs) And I only say that because my mom would always be like, 
hay frijoles en la casa and I'm like no no quiero frijoles I don't want beans anymore but I think that was my favorite thing is being able to pick what I wanted to eat and being able to eat something different than the my sister next to me was eating that was so cool to me because my mom would be like I made this and you're gonna eat this so to go out to eat and be able to choose what I wanted to eat was pretty cool thank you Trav I love you my next question is for my older sister Veronica what inspired you to start podcasting what inspired me I inspired me because I wanted to share my story and even though I didn't know what that would look like before now I know and it makes all of the sense it it just makes sense for me and for my personality and it's cool I mean I'm I'm inspired because I know that I have a lot to talk about number two are you a football fan and why no I'm not a football fan my dad is he likes the cowboys but I'm not a football fan number three would you ever move back to California yes I would if we found a really good home in a really good neighborhood so me and Travis could start a family number four how is your relationship with your dad my relationship with my dad now is amazing I love him I can go with him with for anything and everything and any advice that I need or any guidance or any help that I need before it was really hard and I value now my relationship with my dad I feel like after moving my relationship with both of my parents became way better because there was that space that you know that we obviously needed I love my parents so much and before like me and my dad didn't get along we always butted heads we literally never got along because he and I are so alike but now I understand him and he's a hard worker and I pride myself in my hard work and I've always said that it's because of my mom and dad so yeah my dad shout out to my dad my dad is awesome my next questions are from Deja question number one is biggest life lesson learned biggest life lesson is things don't always work out as planned question number two where do I see myself in two years I see myself engaged graduated mentally in a awesome place physically loving myself loving my physical self and loving my life and what I'm doing I see myself happy and I see myself with purpose and I see myself being successful with my podcasts question number three what is a tip you took out of therapy that you find yourself using all the time a tip I took is always look at the positives when all you see is negative so purposefully stop yourself when you're overthinking and when your mind is overflowing with negative thoughts because there's no ending to the negative thoughts like the negative thoughts will always keep coming it's a loophole you go from one negative thought to another to another to another and always just remind yourself to pick 
two things that are positive and hit the brakes on the negativity and bring positivity to yourself. And also another one is to learn a second uh, advice from therapy is to learn to treat myself like I would treat the people who I love. Because when you're judging yourself and hating yourself and being negative, you, in a way, are beating yourself down. And instead of beating yourself down, because you wouldn't say all those mean things to your sisters unless you're being, like, funny or whatever, which I do with my sisters. Like, we call each other bad names and stuff. But that, I mean, we're joking, but we wouldn't seriously, like, talk negative to each other or I wouldn't like to my mom like how would you treat your mom you would treat your mom with love and with respect and with honor and that's how you should treat yourself you should treat everybody with love and respect hi you gotta go okay love you bye see ya Travis just came in to say bye love you See you later. Can you turn the light back on? Thank you. Yeah, so that's that's one huge piece of advice. Excuse the interruption. Uh, yeah, just learning to love and treat yourself how you would want others to treat you and how you would treat your mom. Because my mom has been through it. My mom has been through some things. When I got old, like when I got older, I remember one time we were eating pho and she said, Graciela, I want to tell you my story and I want to let you know of some things that I've been to, that I've, that I have been through to make you understand me. She said, you're like emotionally mature enough to listen to all these things that I'm going to tell you. And when, after she finished telling me everything, I saw her with so much more respect. Like I respected her, but man, like after hearing everything she's been through and all the things that has all the things that have happened to her I was like wow just just wow like I was amazed so treat yourself like that like pretend like you are someone else and then treat yourself accordingly to how that person deserves to be treated especially when you're going through hard things you deserve to be treated like royalty and like you are the most loveliest most amazing person because you are you really are so that's all of the questions thank you to every single person who sent me questions i really 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 appreciate it and also thank you for listening and i really hope that you enjoyed getting to know me and listening listening to the a's to your cues and thank you again thank you i i can't stop saying thank you because i really am so grateful i'm grateful to anchor for creating this app i'm grateful to my family and friends and my boyfriend and just everybody and then i also want to give a huge thank you to deja because she one million percent inspired me and pushed me to do what I'm doing she is like my biggest fangirl Deja I love you 
you're amazing. You have helped me see the value in myself. Travis has to, but you really have to. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for all of the friends that I've made, that I'm making. And I'm so grateful for everybody in my life. I'm grateful for this time. This time feels perfect. This time feels like it's meant to be. And everything is meant to be the way that it is. So thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Thank you.